0: Hey guys, before we get into the podcast today, I want to thank all of you who have been listening and those who may be listening for the first time. I hope you're being blessed by the podcast. I also want to remind you, if you're enjoying the podcast, tell your friends and share the episodes on social media. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform. If you are listening on Apple, please leave a review. You can also find us at InFocusPod on Facebook and at TheInFocusPod on Twitter. Also, we are now on YouTube and will soon be doing InFocus live videos, so go to YouTube and subscribe to the InFocus podcast. If you would like to message us, you can email theinfocuspod at gmail.com or you can send us a message on Facebook. Once again, I want to thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone it's Bobby Newsom and i want to welcome you to in focus podcast every week we will be delving into many discussions and topics looking at them all through the lens of scripture allowing christ and his word to keep us in focus Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Bobby Newsom, and I'm so glad you have chosen to listen today and join us as part of the Infocus podcast. Today, I want to begin a two-part series uh, on a subject that is often overlooked, ignored, a subject that affects so many things, yet is very... Um, seldom dealt with. And I mean that not only in the world, but I mean that in the church, probably especially the church. And this is this is a thing that oftentimes in religion it tells us to just ignore and you just need to suck it up and you need to do this or do that. But really it is a problem. So today I want to begin a two-part series on rejection. Um, I want to start today with the root of rejection, talking about what leads to people having a spirit of rejection upon their lives, because oftentimes when when that happens, um, they end up seeing rejection in everything. And so rejection, and, and there may be rejection that they have felt, rejection that they have had, um, rejection that may not even really be there, but they see it and they perceive it. Those things um, come from somewhere. So today we're going to talk about the root of rejection. Where does that where does that start? Next next time on the podcast, I'm going to talk about the fruit of rejection. And we're going to talk about what rejection can do as far as bringing fruit in your life. What kind of things can manifest in your life because of rejection. I'm going to go to the scriptures today. I'm going to begin in Isaiah chapter 53. Um, and I'm going to read just verse 3. This is Isaiah. He is the Messianic prophet because he spoke more about the coming Messiah than any other of the prophets. He is a major prophet um, as opposed to a minor prophet, not because of what he said was more important than the other prophets, but because what he said, um, he he, he was a major prophet because of the amount uh, that he said compared to the minor prophets. And so... He says here, and he is prophesying about the coming Messiah. He says, he is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, it, we hid as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we did not esteem him. Now, the p- part I want to p- point out um, is where it says he is despised and rejected by men. Christ was rejected so that we would not have to live in rejection. Yet, there are so many people, even Christians, people who uh, live godly lives, people who have given their heart to the Lord, who live with rejection in their hearts. It, it affects their relationships. It affects things that are going on in their lives, and it affects, affects their decisions and how they see themselves. And so today, once again, I want to talk about the root of that. Where does that come from? And so rejection, if, if you go and you look it up and you define rejection, it means to refuse, to throw away as having no value, not to notice, or I'm sorry, not to use or notice. Okay. To refuse, throw away as having no value, not to use or notice. That's what it means to be rejected. It means to be refused, to being pushed off to the side as though you have no value and not to be used or noticed. Um, and so that is rejection defined. In order to understand the root of rejection, let's also define the word root. It is a starting point, the first thing to come out of a seed. That's very important because what we want to talk about today is the starting point of rejection. We want to we want to start about we want to start with the beginning. Where does rejection start? Where does it start to to manifest itself and begin to grow in people's lives? And so we, know, we understand that the root begins with the seed that is planted and then it begins to grow. So there, there cannot be a root of anything unless there is first a seed that is planted. So we're going to talk about some of the seeds that are planted in people's lives that eventually grow to be a spirit of rejection that's upon their life. The fruit has no life without the root. And so, if something is manifesting in our lives, the only way that thing can continue to manifest is if the root stays intact. So you can tell the health of the root by the health of the fruit. So the Bible, this is actually a biblical concept of if you want to know how the root is, just look at what the fruit is. What you sow is what you're going to reap. You know, um, we we bear fruit according to what the root is. And so if you are living in a constant state of feeling rejected, if you are living in a constant state of feeling pushed off to the side, then there's a root to that. There's a reason why you feel that way. There's a reason why you constantly automatically go to that without even really thinking about it because there's something in the root that's causing that. The root does not grow overnight. The spirit of rejection does not grow overnight. Um, it, the seed is planted and then, then over time if it is not dealt with then it continues to grow and it begins to bear fruit. In order to deal with the fruit you must first deal with the root. Now see this is a problem that we we've had in the religious culture is oftentimes we want to change the fruit in people's lives but we won't don't want to deal with the root and so when we begin to change the fruit we think oh you know they, they've gotten their freedom they've gotten this taken care of we've, we've changed the fruit but really you haven't because if you have not changed the root, it's going to continue to bring forth the same fruit. And so it is important to deal with first, when talking about rejection, it is first we must deal with the root of that. We must deal with the root of that rejection. Where did it come from? Why do we feel this way? Why, why did, does this control our lives? And there are people who um, deal with rejection in varying degrees. There are some people who have no issues. It's not, that doesn't mean that they've never felt rejected. It doesn't mean that they've never had moments. But there are some people who don't live with a constant state of rejection. There are other people who constantly live in rejection. So much so that even when they're not being rejected, their perception is is that they are being rejected when they when they're in a situation where people don't think they're less than they automatically believe well they're looking at me a certain way they they don't think I'm good enough they're rejecting me they don't want to be a part of my life and so every little thing becomes about their spirit of rejection and what ends up happening is is oftentimes their relationships crumble because of that because people don't you know by nature, we don't want to have to walk on eggshells around people. And, and so when someone is, you know, because the, the spirit of rejection can also lead to a offense in our lives to where you're constantly offended because you're perceiving somebody's rejecting you, even if that's not the case. And so the root of that and the, any kind of a root we need to understand takes from its surroundings. And so one of the one of the best ways to change the root is to change the surroundings. If if you're constantly around, if you were raised around people who were constantly rejecting you, that can be a seed, and it also can cause you to allow that root to grow, so that you begin to manifest constant rejection, even around folks maybe who are not are not rejecting you, and so the root takes from its surroundings, and we're going to talk about that a little later. But our surroundings are important. Let's talk about some of the causes of rejection. What are the seeds? What are, and and there's, a, there's a ton of them. I can't touch on each and every one of them right now, but there are a ton of these. There are a ton of these causes of rejection or seeds of rejection that are planted in people's lives. And even as they grow up, even as they go forth in life, it begins to manifest even greater. And so the cause of rejection oftentimes begins as a child. The most damaging uh, is when a, maybe a child perceives rejection by a parent. I, I believe that would probably be one of the most damaging things is if, if a child for some reason perceives that they have been rejected by a parent, that can that can plant a seed of rejection because they're constantly trying to gain uh, other people's uh, honor or i 'm sorry gain other people 's applause other people 's uh, approval, and because they don 't want to be rejected, or they constantly find rejection everywhere because they 're so afraid of being rejected that they bring that up upon themselves, and so when a child is maybe left by a parent, maybe not treated well by a parent or as um, it feels like that maybe they have been rejected they they've not been good enough this can cause issues in the life of a person especially a child that will even follow them into adulthood uh, there does not have to be abandonment to be rejection. You, People could have been raised in a, in a two-parent home where there was no issues there, um, and yet because of maybe a way that they were treated by a parent or the way they were treated by somebody in their life, then that caused them to um, begin to focus on the rejection, and that rejection took over their lives. Maybe uh, they, they, they grew up feeling like they were a burden on their parents for some reason. Uh, maybe they... Uh, Felt like their parents didn't want them around. Maybe they felt like their parents, you know, put a phone or an iPad in front of them and told them to go to the rooms and told them to go do this and do that because I don't want you around. That, in and of itself, uh, will make a child feel like that they're a burden um, and make them feel like that, that their parents don't want them around. That, as simple as it, as it may seem, can cause problems with rejection because they're feeling like that, that they're not giving up time. In the society that we're living in, this is, I believe, becoming a real problem because people are so, um, they're so inundated with constant uh, constant entertainment that oftentimes we fail to see that people are dealing with rejection. Um, they're dealing with these things because people spend so much time looking at their phones or even watching television or on their computers or on social media, whatever that is, people are finding themselves doing this and not realizing that they're actually damaging their children or maybe even their spouses because, because they're not giving them the attention that is necessary. And so they feel like that they're not wanted around. And then there's the extreme where there's an actual abandonment. In other words, a, a parent leaves um, and they never see him again or, or they leave and they're not really a part of their life, um, which obviously is, it can be a, a big seed of, 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 of rejection in a child's life. There's other ways, um, maybe being critical of everything that a child does. Somebody constantly being critical of you. Uh, nothing's ever good enough. No matter how hard you try, it's not good enough. No matter how hard you work at it, it's not good enough. When children hear that um, and they hear it at a constant, it affects them. It makes them believe and they begin to believe that they're not good enough. This can, this can evolve even into adulthood and cause people to live with a spirit of rejection. Okay, cause people to live with a spirit of rejection in their life. Um, maybe a parent uh, or a guardian doesn't physically demonstrate their love to the child. They don't give them hugs or pat on the backs, etc. Maybe they don't tell them when they do a good job. Maybe they don't uh, put their arm around them every once in a while and say "I love you" or or however that goes. That in and of itself can cause people to live with a spirit of rejection. The fact of the matter is, is that as human beings, um, we like human contact, especially from those who, whom we love, our parents and, 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 and those who, who we care for. And so when, when that's not happening, when, when, when someone is not getting that, then oftentimes they look elsewhere for it, but also, to also they, they live in a, a, a place of rejection where they feel like they're being rejected. Maybe a parent doesn't verbally show their love for the child. In other words, um, they don't tell them they love them. They don't give them a hug and say, hey, I love you. Have a good day, whatever. Um, I, was, I was blessed to be raised in a home where I, I didn't have these issues. I didn't have an issue with my parents' Um, hugging on me and, you know, loving on me or telling me they love, you know, it was very common in our household to hug each other. It was very common when I was growing up in my household to be told, I love you, I care for you, I'm proud of you. You know, I didn't have these issues. But there are plenty of people who do. I'm blessed in that manner. But there are plenty of people who do. And because of that, they carry rejection into their lives. They carry this into their marriages. They carry it into relationships, okay? Um, And these things can begin as children not spending quality time with a child. In other words, you know, get out of my hair. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do anything with you. I've got things to do. Get out of my face. I got things to do. Um, you know, they don't talk to me. I'm trying to watch TV. Don't do this. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm looking on my phone. Don't, you know, th- those type of things, not spending quality time. And that doesn't, listen, a lot of times we think in order to spend quality time with our children, that means taking a big vacation or taking this and that and, and doing these things every so often. But actually it's more important that we give them the attention necessary necessary on a consistent basis. You know, that they know that if they need us, we're there. If they want to talk about something that maybe we really don't have any interest in, but because it's them, we have interest in that and that's important it's important if you're hearing me today and you're a parent listen to me that's a, that's important that your kids know that you you want to hear from them you want to talk to them you want uh, to 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 do things with them okay um divorce a, a divorced home often t- often times not all the time but oftentimes can lead to a a feeling or a spirit of rejection in children that follow them into their lives um obviously physical or verbal abuse um, when when a child is endures any kind of physical or verbal abuse, that can lead to re- to a feeling of rejection, not only in in their uh, childhood but into their adult years. All right. Uh, there's also some areas where siblings can feel rejection when they perceive favoritism or unequal affection from a parent, uh, whether intentional or unintentional. Oftentimes, um, there are parents maybe who show one child more, uh, more attention than another, or, or whether it's true or not, maybe a child perceives that maybe their parents love this child more. Maybe they've made a mistake or something, and they feel like maybe they've been rejected. Uh, so that can happen also rejection and, and at least the seeds of rejection can 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 come from other people, from unkind words. Uh, we need to be careful of what we say to others, that we're not planting a seed of rejection in their life. Um, when differences are pointed out, in other words, when, when we constantly point out uh, the differences in other people, oftentimes we can do it jokingly, but some people take those things to heart. Uh, and so we need to, the Bible says that we've been given the, the power of life and death in the tongue. So it's important that when speaking to others, no, no matter who it is, whether we feel like we're joking, whether we feel like we're just giving them a hard time or whatever, some people don't take things like that. Sometimes these things, whether they even realize or are affecting them and they, it can lead to, to being overwhelmed with rejection. So let's be kind with what we say. You know, if you if you have had unkind words spoken to you, then then no matter what, let those things go and, and don't let them control your life. If, if you've had maybe your differences uh, pointed out by others and you know, whatever it may be, with the way you look, the way you talk, the way, you know, things you do, your interests, whatever it is, if you've had those differences pointed out, you know how painful that is. Don't do it to others because that can plant a seed of rejection. And then, as we get older, we come into a lot of times people um, end up in rejection be- feeling rejected because of maybe a marriage uh, through divorce or unfaithfulness, uh, possibly living in controlling relationships where they were controlled uh, by by one spouse was controlled by the other um, and and being manipulated by guilt and shame and if you don't do what I want you to do then I'm not going to love you anymore and and those things can uh, those things can breed and and bring seeds of rejection in people's lives. Um, and also in marriage, you can have verbal or physical abuse. All of these things can can cause seeds of rejection in people's lives. Um, and so, and this happens, I didn't mention it with the parents, but this happened with parents too. When When parents constantly make kids feel like you have to do exactly the right thing all the time, you have to do what I want, otherwise I'm not going to accept you, those things can lead... To, to seeds of rejection in our life, just as the same as it can in marriage. Um, in marriage, there's also the no affection shown physically and, and or verbally. Um, you know, a marriage without affection toward each other is not a good marriage. It's just the facts. And so when there's issues in that area, that oftentimes can plant seeds of rejection. Okay? So there are some attributes that, if allowed, will continue to pl- plague us uh, throughout our lives. And so what what we need to do is we need to recognize them, which is what I'm trying to, uh, in a short amount of time, trying to help us do to recognize these things and to get to the root of them, okay? Um, Because if we don't, we can find ourselves rejecting others with the same rejection we received. So the thing that actually is a bondage in our life, if we don't deal with it, oftentimes we begin to manifest that same bondage on other people And so we begin to reject them. We begin to reject um, and and treat others the way we have been treated, even though we hate the fact that we've been treated that way. And so it can become a never-ending cycle. Um, if, if it's allowed, if we don't deal with it. So if, if you felt rejected by your parents for some reason, if you don't get, if you don't get a hold of that, you could possibly cause your spouse to feel rejection and then your kids to feel rejection and then your kids can grow up and, and their kids can. And so it's a, it's a cycle. And if we don't deal with these things, if we don't get to the root of these things, then it can become a real problem in people's lives. People are dealing with this. People are dealing with rejection. And and so we need to we need to recognize it, and we need to get to the root of it. So, how do we combat um, the root of rejection? First and foremost, we have to do what most religion tells us not to do, or I'm sorry, we we have to not do what oftentimes religion tells us to do, with not live in denial. Just acting like it's not there is not going to make it better. First uh, John chapter one. And chapter 1, verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In order for us to not only be saved, in order for us not only to be healed and delivered, but, but we, have to, we have to acknowledge and we have to confess to the Lord, Lord, I have an issue. I ha- I'm dealing with this problem. Ignoring it will not make it go away. Satan would love to make us believe that it does not affect those around us or even us or or those in our families. He'd love to make us think it's not a big deal, but it is affecting people. People are dealing with this on a daily basis. And so we must recognize it, and we must not deny when there's an issue, okay? Because ignoring the problem does not make it go away. The next way we combat... um, A root of rejection is with the love of Christ. Ephesians chapter 3 verses 17 through 19 tells us this, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and depth and height to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Everything, every bit of our deliverance, every, every bit of our healing is rooted in the love of God. And so if we want to combat the root of, of rejection, first and foremost, we must not deny it, the, deny that it exists in our lives. And then we must, we must learn to know the love of Christ, to be in Christ so that his love can surround us, his love can be in us, because his love will, love will combat rejection. When, when we come to the understanding that he loves us no matter what, when we come to the understanding of his love, which is an agape love, a never-ending love, an unconditional love, when we, when we get to that place, then all of a sudden it begins to push rejection out. Another thing we have to do if we want to combat um, the root of rejection is we must forgive those maybe who've rejected us. We must have forgiveness in our heart. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 13, Bearing with one another and forgiving one another, if anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so also you must do. And so if we're going to get free from a root of rejection, if we're going to get rid of the root of, root of rejection in our life, then we must forgive those who may have planted those seeds in our life by rejecting us or by, by um, making us feel rejected. And so hear me today, uh, if, if you're feeling a constant state, if you're constantly feeling rejected, if no matter what other people say to you, you always hear, I'm rejecting you, they might not be the problem. Maybe you're dealing with something. Maybe you're dealing, your rejection is the one that's causing uh, you to feel this way, not necessarily how others are treating you. And so we must get to the root of that. And I pray today that these things, this is by no means an in, in depth because there are so many. We could go very deep into this, but I believe this is a good outline of, of how we can recognize rejection in our life, the root of rejection in our life, how we must acknowledge the root of rejection in our life, and how we must allow the love of Christ and his forgiveness and, and our forgiveness to help us get rid of that root. And so I'm praying today that if this is what you're dealing with, if you're dealing with rejection in your heart, if you're you're dealing um, with a spirit of rejection and a root of rejection, please submit yourself to God and let him take care of this. Acknowledge it. It's nothing to be ashamed of. We all deal with things, and all of us deal with rejection in some portion, but there are others who are being controlled by this, and that's not the plan of God for your life. Um, I'm going to pray right now for anybody who's listening to this podcast and who says, you know what? I'm dealing with a spirit of rejection. My, I, I have had relationships torn apart. I live in a constant state of offense. I'm constantly offended by everything everybody says, or or maybe you constantly offend. Maybe you constantly are, are, are you know saying things to other people that would make them feel rejected. Whatever these things are, we're going to talk next time on the fruit of rejection, how, how this manifests itself so that we can have an understanding of that. But today, I want to pray with you. If you feel today as you're listening to this, that yes, I'm dealing with some of these things. I have these things working in my heart. I'm going to pray today that that the love of God will overwhelm you and that you will find deliverance. So let's just go to prayer. Father, we come to you today. Lord, I thank you for your word and I thank you that your word brings deliverance in our hearts and our lives. I thank you that you you were rejected so that that we would not be rejected. We would not have to feel rejected rejected. We would not have to live in a constant state of rejection. That's why you were rejected. And I pray, God, that first and foremost, that anybody who is listening to me who doesn't know you as Savior, God, that you begin to deal with their heart that you begin to deal with their mind and their spirit. I pray, God, that you just um, touch them in a mighty way, Lord. I pray that every spirit of rejection that would speak to their minds, speak to their ears, speak to their hearts, God, that you would just begin to overwhelm them with your love and acceptance. God, I pray, God, that you would, uh, if they don't know you as Savior, touch them today. Let them come to you. Let your Holy Spirit draw them, God, and then deliver them by your power and by your spirit, Lord. Every root of rejection that may be causing other things in their life, God, I Pray, God, that you would begin to reveal it even now. And so, God, we believe you. We thank you. We praise you. We glorify you that you are the deliverer. And I ask in the name of Jesus that each one who is listening today, that your anointing would touch them, that would reveal to them any areas, God, that you need to touch, Lord. And we give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name, Amen, amen. Next time we we'll we will be talking about the fruit of rejection. We'll be talking about the manifestations that come from allowing rejection uh, to take hold in our life. And so, um, make sure you subscribe. No, no matter what platform that you're listening on right now, make sure you subscribe so that you get notifications um, when the next when part two comes out. Also, you can like us on Facebook at um, uh, at our Facebook page which is the InFocus podcast. You can look it up on Facebook. Um, and we have some other social media that we have. And uh, just look us up, Google us, and, and you can find we're on Google. We're on um, Apple podcast. And, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, do me a favor um, and go on and, and give us a review that helps with um, getting the podcast out there a little bit more. Um, and the biggest thing is to Share it with your friends. If maybe you know somebody maybe who this, this podcast would bless, share it with them so that they can listen, you know, uh, so that they can hear the word of God speaking to them and, and that the power of God can touch them. So I want to thank everyone for listening today. Um, make sure that you follow us um, and, and that you are watching for the next part two of the podcast, of this podcast that we'll be putting out very soon. So God bless you all. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Join us again next week as we delve into some more subjects on the InFocus podcast.